Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how y'all doing? For all y'all that don't know who I am, my name is Willie Gary. Willie Gary. Willie Gary. William Gary. Never heard of him. What's so special about this guy, anyway? That was from The Burial. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In southern Mississippi, funeral home owner Jeremiah Joseph O'Keefe, played by Tommy Lee Jones, finds himself between a rock and a hard place. He's running out of money, and the state is after him. So he reaches out for advice from his longtime lawyer, Mike Allred, played by Alan Ruck. Truth is, I may have gotten myself into a lot of trouble. I've been your lawyer 30 years. We can find a way out of it. You've never sued anybody before in your whole life. This fellow tried to bully me out of business, and I don't think I should be expected to stand for it. And that bully is Raymond Lowen, played by Bill Camp, as the owner of one of the largest companies in the business of helping people transition from this life to the next. He struck a deal with Jerry to buy his homes. But as you just heard, that didn't turn out so well. And now a lawsuit's in the making, which clears an unlikely path for a certain personal injury lawyer to take over the case. In black church, they don't call me out my name. And if they do call me out my name, you know what they call me? I said, do you know what they call me? They call me a child of God. Now, why is that man, Willie E. Gary, played by Jamie Foxx, the right lawyer for Jerry? Well, it all comes down to where the case will be tried. You see, Southern Mississippi is a predominantly black area, which means that the jury will likely reflect that makeup. And this is why Jerry's advisor on the case, a young lawyer named Hal Dawkins, played by Mamadou Ache, thinks that Willie's the perfect choice. After all, he's never lost a case. But as Willie says... A Willie Gary case is where I could take that judgment and push it all the way up to the heavens if I need to and get as much money as I can for my client. Uh, what he's saying is a Willie Gary case is a case we know we could win. This case, not so much. And on top of that sentiment from Reggie Douglas, Willie's right-hand man played by Dorian Missick, there's also this. One, we don't do contract law. Mm-hmm. Two... We don't have no white clients. And three, that ain't enough money. Not enough money. And not enough money is really the only problem they have. But Hal has a fix for that, which brings Willie and his team together with Mike, Hal, and Jerry. It's not a match made in heaven. Let me introduce you to Mike Allred. How do you feel about working with black folk? I suppose I am a little prejudiced. Mm. Did you meet my team? I'm Chris. Deshaun. Reggie Douglas. Oh, boy. And that's not the worst of it. I'm telling you, this long group, they're powerful. Got a lot of money, got a lot of influence. They have everything that we don't. But we're not going to let them intimidate us. That's right. After all, what's at stake is a lot more than chump change. So how much money y'all trying to get? Eight million. That ain't enough money. One hundred million dollars. <laughs> Who is this clown he's hired as a lawyer? Well, Mr. Lowen, you can laugh all you want. But that clown, who admittedly prances around in a private jet, has much more substance than you might think. Plus, you may have picked the wrong fight. What made you want to do it? Because he tried to mess with the one thing that means the most to me in life. Being able to leave something behind for my children, my grandchildren, when I go. So it looks like David just might beat Goliath all over again. But Lowen has an ace up his sleeve. Mame Downs, attorney at law, played by Journey Smollett. She graduated with her BA from Howard University. Oh, that means she just ain't a woman. She a black woman. 
graduated top of her class from Harvard Law School. Jesus Christ. But that's not all. It gets worse. A friend of mine used to work with her over at CBNA. Oh. And, um, well, he told me they had a nickname for her around the office. Oh, what was it? The Python. And that Python has a warning for Willie. I wouldn't get too used to me being kind to you, Mr. Gary. Once we begin that trial, I'm gonna destroy you. But hold on, Maine. Willie has an ace up his sleeve, too. You see, he's always had a way with the very kind of people who will judge this case. So all hope is not lost, especially if he listens to his wife, Gloria, played by Amanda Warren. When you're up there in court tomorrow, doing your thing. Doing my thing. Just try not to refer to yourself in the third person. Okay, but as the case progresses, that will prove to be the least of his worries. After a series of unfortunate events, along with the prowess of Maine and the wealth of the Lowen Group, you'll start to feel the sting of defeat. We could have took that company down, man. I just hope you know how much I've enjoyed getting to know you. This one didn't roll our way. But getting to know you was a highlight. Hey. Hello? Hey. How? Hello? Can you hear Hal, me? I can barely hear you. Hey, are, are you with Jerry right now? Yeah, yeah. Good, yes. Okay, yes, do I not am. let him drop the case. So at the 11th hour, Willie and Co. just might find a way to conquer the Lowen Leviathan. But they'll have to defeat Lowen himself if they want to reach the promised land. What does it feel like to be some small-time nobody on the verge of bankruptcy? And with that, many other insults will fly back and forth between these two parties but neither side will go down without a fight. Did it ever bother you? Oh, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. You sit your down. I'm checking your honor. Hey, hey, wait, wait. What's my? can't split the pole. Can't split the pole, man. Come on, man. All right, the burial. All right, before we get into this, because I think- Yeah, don't say that, me. you know, my before goodness. We... What a nasty word to like sting out like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a fun it was a fun ride um at least the plot summary was and before we get into it please well first off thank you guys as always for supporting our channel watching our show commenting liking sharing subscribing we appreciate it and encourage you to continue to do it if you so please. inspired um so the burial i will i will watch it because it just looks fun and i you know I like court movies, mm. and so I definitely good. like what like small against big stories. I like those types of stories. So too. the David versus Goliath courtroom mm. dramedy ish thing, mm -hmm. you think is a selling point? Absolutely. And if it's yeah, already just if it is a selling point for you, this is available on um on Prime. If the if this Prime is video. Like, Prime video, right? If you like, I don't even need to listen to these guys. We want you to, but if you're like, I don't even listen, this is my type of show. Movie. You know, movie, prime video, movie show. My, you know, my, what's that called? I get that from my grandmother. She calls everything a show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. But there are TV shows and there are movies or films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could also call a show a series. Mm -hmm. Yes, you could. Even though across the pond, a series is what we call a season. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. So if you ever see that, you know, British shows, they'll say series one. Mm -hmm. It's like season one. Same mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Anyway, mm has -hmm. nothing to do with this. So, okay, we know that your job is to look at the plot summary and say, hey, I haven't seen this. Would this entice me to do so? But do you think there's anything new oh, available? Absolutely not. But see, that's why for me is interesting because it's not new. Like, this is a very... So I've seen it before. The characters are different. Did they hire you in the <laughs> PR department? <laughs> what kind of spin was that? <laughs> What's interesting is it's not interesting. <laughs> are you getting back to bride back, as old boy says, and back to school? <laughs> you never know. Anyway, okay. I hope not, because I'm not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> so and the other thing let me ask you this because it's based on a true story mm -hmm. does that matter to you or not with the courtroom angle not really sometimes it's just kind of cool to be like oh this was actually real but eh, it doesn't matter if it's fake for me if it's fake or if it's real that doesn't make a difference right yes uh, there are a few problems I have okay with the burial mm -hmm. first of all I started watching this. I was like, I'm not going to review this. That was my first impression. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> but I finished it. Just because I do like courtroom movies, whether drama or comedy. And it's easy to just keep it going and see, you know, see what the end is. I know what the end is. Yeah. To see exactly how they're going to do that version of the end you we all expect. And as I kept watching, I did have something to say. So that's why I decided to review it because I don't always review everything I watch. Even sometimes things I finish, I don't review. Um, so one of my main gripes is that you'll start watching a scene producer and you'll go, and you'll go okay, this is the opening of the scene, they're setting it up and it ends. <laughs> I was like, that's it? That's not a mm. Okay. More than once I was like, okay, they're setting it up. Now we get the, the payoff, no. <laughs> next also there's no subtext in those scenes what they say is what you get that's it I was never going oh there's something more to that those are two major problems now when it comes to the acting for Jamie Foxx I think the plot summary in the clips makes it look much better than it is because it tightens it Now, Jamie Foxx is like a pseudo Johnny Cochran. We can see that. Mm -hmm. It's mentioned in the movie because this is the same time as the OJ case. It's 95. So that's going on. And he's like, he wants to be at that level. He wants, in his dream scenario is he goes against Johnny in court. And I think that idea he's trying, Jamie is, but neither he, or he nor anyone else has the time and space to really develop a character. And sometimes when it comes to Jamie and his acting, it, there's a tell when he is not quite clear on what he should be doing or what the character is. His tell is he talks too fast. I've seen it more than once and I go, oh, there it is. You're not, you're not too clear. You're not too clear. Because when he is clear, he is not talking that quickly. He's not tripping over himself is a better way of saying it. It's like so fast he's stumbling over the lines. Mm-mm. 
And that happens more than once in this movie. And then the, it doesn't, the scene is not structured right. It doesn't land. No. So he just seemed a bit lost. Not in those clips. Because in those clips you go, okay, even that opening church scene didn't work. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm. He could have milked that more. If you're going to get up there and do the black preacher thing, do your Creflo dollar because he does have a private jet. Do your Creflo. You have to do your Creflo. Or why is this here? You know, that's a no, that's not his question to answer. That's the filmmaker's question to answer. If I'm doing that, we taking us to the black church. We go into the black church in a movie or why are we here? We've seen this how many times? Okay. Get the gods trying to tell you something going. Get the people out. <laughs> right now! <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's like, you know, as an actor, when you get lost, you pump up the energy. That's what you do. Sometimes Jamie was like, I'm just going to give you some energy, and we're going to move on. And then in that scene that is in the plot summary, producer, when he's with Tommy Lee, you know, and that, that whole thing about, oh, we bonded. When did they bond? I almost said a curse word. When did they bond? I was like, where did this come from? I didn't see any bonding. <laughs> now all of a sudden, y'all like best buds or something? No, it didn't make any sense. There was no bonding. Did they grow closer a little? It was just woefully underdeveloped. The cast was never really given a chance to really earn their money. And they were ready. You could see they were ready. Now, I will say one one minor exception, I would say, is Journey. Because her character is the main obstacle without being the outright villain. Because that's Bill Camp's character, Lowen. He's the villain. She's a representative. We see why she's there. And, you know, it's obvious why she's there. So she gets to have some fun with it without having to carry the movie like Jamie. Like if there's a role you want in this movie, it's that one. You have your fun. You get to do those wonderful courtroom scenes. Of course, they have the surprising cross-examinations. You know, oh, there's a revelation. Oh, no. (laughs) You know, she gets to have all the fun and not have to carry it. Tommy Lee is Tommy Lee. I mean, you know, he just stands there and says the lines or sits there says the lines it was fun though now i'm speaking about that it was fun to see his wife because the the actress who plays his wife was in kindergarten cop it's pamela reed okay schwarzenegger's partner in kindergarten cop i was like oh this is so great lovely to see her now she wasn't eating all the time but there was an eating scene you did see that okay it wasn't pasta or anything like that. It wasn't a sandwich out of a vending machine. (laughs) So it was nice to see Pamela back and doing that. But the obvious things to think about here, producer, are the people versus OJ. Why don't you just watch that? Like if you want to entertain anything and that is a show in more than one sense of the word, it's superior on all levels. It's funnier. It's still based on a true story. It's more interesting and so on. I don't know. I was even thinking of My Cousin Vinny, my favorite comedy, actually. And I rarely have favorite things. 
Now, that's not based on a true story, but it is a courtroom comedy. If I want to see a courtroom comedy, I would go there. Now, if we want a courtroom drama, that's different, right? You have things that are tangential to courtroom dramas and so on, like a Mississippi burning, you know, a time to kill, which is a courtroom drama. It's somewhere in the middle of all of those things, which isn't a good place to be. And all of it's familiar. Underdog who made mistakes. Like Vinny himself. Right now, it's not the lawyer in this case, but okay. You have the family angle. They leverage race and gender, of course, because how could you not? Um, now, in this case, of course, it's a part of it. But even in, I did like some of the things in in it when it would they would bring it up in the courtroom. And then, you know, Journey's like, how is this relevant? <laughs> how, well, is this a case about race? But we know that his longtime lawyer has a problem. So, okay, it needs to be in there. It wasn't like they were pandering to it. I talked about the cross-examinations. Uh, there's more than one unlikely discovery, of course. You get the rousing speech you expect at some point. At the end, you know, all the bad people pay either literally or figuratively. All of that's there. And you get the 90s music soundtrack that reminds you of when we are. And of course, they end with a gospel song. You know, one of the slow gospel songs, you roll the credits. Everything you would expect. I mean, AI could have put it together. And it, it wouldn't have been any different. <laughs> AI would have written the song. <laughs> So it's pretending to have a new angle on a courtroom drama, which it could have had because of the story. But really, at the bottom of it, it's a familiar story. It'll predictably get under your skin. That's going to happen just because, not because of the movie, not because of what's on screen, but because of, oh, it's a true story. This really happened, that kind of thing. Even if you forget, they'll remind you. So I just think they lost their teeth here. They can't chew. They need some dentures or something, all right? They need some bite, is what I would say. So when it comes to, again, the plot summary, the trailer, all of that, that is at its best. The experience of watching it, if you've seen anything like this before, you just go, all right. I wanted them to let go a little bit more. Push it. So that's what I have to say about that. But it is on Prime Video. Again, I finished it because this is the kind of thing you can do chores. You have your tablet. You don't need to watch this on a big screen. Take it around the house. Do what you need to do. Check in on it every now and then. You know where it's going. You go, oh, now here's this moment. Let me look. <laughs> and it's <gasps> going, check, check, check. Totally. <laughs> Okay. This is my type of content. <laughs> right. It's probably better than most of the stuff you watch. It's not complete trash. <laughs> you know, my curated you collection. You're not embarrassed. <laughs> so there we go. Definitely not even close to the best of anything that courtroom <laughs> movies have to offer, but it'll pass the time. And with that, we're passing the time by saying, Salut. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. 
Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. 